Hi, this is Phoebe of Phoebe's Pure Food, and you're listening to the Two Weird Hungry Girls podcast. I was on the road recently without Tracy, though I know she would have loved to have been with me because I had the chance to interview Chef Megan Young of Characters Pub in downtown Lancaster, and I interviewed her for my big Lancaster column about Lancaster Central Market. So be sure to check that out at figlancaster.com. But I also encourage you to check out Chef Megan's website at characterspub.com so you can stay current on all of her events that they host at the pub and just to check out their menu. And they also host a lot of um, themed regional dinner cuisines. I think once a month usually. The next one is Spanish Wines and Cuisine Dinner that's on April 3rd. So make sure to check that out and find her on Facebook. Otherwise, I really hope you enjoyed the few minutes that I had with Chef Megan, where she talks a little bit about her favorite places to eat and shares some really great tips and tricks for the home cook. So thanks so much for listening in. I hope you enjoy. Tracy and I were very curious uh, about how you take care of yourself after you finish an entire day of work, uh-huh. making orders, supervising staff, and cooking for everyone else. I go home. And I have um, usually a cup of herbal tea, and I watch some TV, and I just kind of decompress until it's time to go to bed. Do you, do you cook at all at home? No. Nothing? Uh, once in a while. I won't say no. This winter really was inspiring people to make um, sauces and soups and, mm-hmm. you know, stay in. You want to go out. and So I actually... I'll make some bolognese sauce once in a while, and I'll make a, a soup once in a while, and I'll either give some to my mom or freeze it. Mm-hmm. But I tend to, uh, when I get home so late, I've already eaten here, or I'll take dinner home with me from here. And then on my nights off, I, I generally, uh, Sunday night, I generally go out to dinner with friends, check yeah. out the competition or whatnot. Uh-huh. Where are some of your favorite places to go out to eat? Uh, well, every Wednesday I get taken out at um, Rice and Noodles. I love Rice and Noodles. I was actually there last night. Uh-huh. I don't miss my Rice and Noodles for a week. That is one way I definitely take care of myself uh-huh. by treating myself to my favorite food. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite dish from there? Um, well, I was a big pho fan, <laughs> and, and uh, I'm allergic to uh, shrimp, so... For spring rolls with the pork and, and crab were something I could get and not worry about. Yeah. But um, recently, um, he's been pushing me to try some other stuff. And last night I tried the Chinese pork sausage with the pineapple fried rice. Absolutely amazing. Okay. So that's good to remember. I don't think there's anything there that you should have done. No. And when you see it like come <laughs> out to the different tables, you always think I should try that. that. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I always stick with the pho too. So right. I so. I haven't like. Gotten too adventurous. Right. Well, I like checkers mm-hmm. also. Um, I like Ozzy and the Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, I think where else? Fork and Spoon. I'll try to hit there for lunch on Sunday. Okay. Um, so, yeah. That's, there's more. Do you have like a favorite cocktail then if you're not cooking for yourself at home? Um, well. Because I took your cooking class and you did the martini. Um, yes. I mean, it seems like you know a good martini. I do know a, a good margarita. martini. If I'm going to eat a nice meal, like let's say I'm going to go someplace like Checkers and I'm really going to dine and do wine in the whole nine yards, then I'm going to probably have a dirty Bombay sapphire martini, very dry to start as my aperitif. And that's what I want when I get it. I want it to be made well. Okay. 
Um, and then it'll depend on the type of wine I order. I don't drink a lot at home because, uh, again, it's just me and, you know, maybe once in a while, once in a very long while, I'll have a glass of wine or something. But I tend to, I'm not a huge drinker. I'm a drinker when I eat. Right. Um, and I'm, you know, out with friends enjoying a great meal. I love a cocktail before. I love wine with dinner. I love an after-dinner drink. But I don't really drink that much. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. I love wine. Mm-hmm. But there's no fun in, for me, there's no fun in opening a bottle of wine and unless you have someone to share it with yeah. or talk to them about it or some food to compliment it. So here at the restaurant at Characters Pub, who or how often do you come up with special drinks? And do you create them, or do you let the bartenders? It's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we do specialty drinks probably at least once a month. We have a seasonal menu. We change, like, every three months our cocktail list, like we do our entree list. And uh, we do our spirit dinners once a month. Sometimes we do, cord- uh, you know, things like cordials. Sometimes it's a wine dinner. Sometimes it's a whiskey dinner or tequila dinner or something. Oftentimes, if we have to bring something special in for that, we'll create a drink with it, mm-hmm. and then we'll just keep it on through that season. What's the next specialty drink dinner? It's a wine dinner on April 3rd, okay. and it's wines of Spain, wines and cuisine of Spain. So we're doing four courses and four wines. Mm-hmm. So, so it's a, when you come in, it's a special sit-down meal with a special pairing. There's or two, you, for the wine dinners, there's two seatings because of the amount of knowledge that has to come with it. We do a 6.30 and a 7. And so here the, the guy doing the dinner, the wine dinner, will um, give you the information first to the 6.30. Right. And then, yeah. So it's not like you just serve the wine. You're actually getting some information no, getting as well. Information. Okay. That sounds like fun. Uh-huh. Like the regions of Spain. We're, we picked, we really covered the map of Spain well for this dinner. So we're doing um, a cava <clears throat> to start. A white Rioja, a Sacra, and a Sherry from Jerez. Okay. So, kind of span the map. It sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm so sorry I missed the whiskey dinner. Oh, that's. I don't know where I was, but we'll it was, do another it was one. Another, it was, I'm sure it was May 1st, we have tequila. Okay. Oh, well, that's, that's good important. to know. Yeah. Okay, so May 1st, tequila. Yeah. Okay. So, do you have any advice for a home cook? If they have something, if there's something that, if they have, they got a bonus. They got a special birthday gift, so they have something to splurge on. Is there something that you can advise that a home cook could splurge on? Like a piece of equipment? A piece of equipment or maybe an ingredient or something special that, like, just makes cooking at home hmm. a Make little more fun. A little more fun and enjoyable. Yeah. Well, if you don't have a KitchenAid, I think that would be the absolute first place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, or a good food processor. A good food processor will last you a long time and it's... It's very good to um, to have one that's very powerful. It makes your life much easier. Um, a good set of knives, mm-hmm. or one or two. It doesn't even have to be a whole set. One or two really good um, utility knives, mm-hmm. almost like a chef's knife and a good paring knife. Okay. That would be excellent. So a good paring knife, a good chef's knife. Mm-hmm. So a small and then medium sized knife. Right. Okay. Do you like yeah. your German knives or? I do. I pretty much do Wusthof. Mm-hmm. Would be my favorite preferred or Japanese knives are mm-hmm. excellent as well. So um, country knives are very lucky. Um, on three forty, the old Philadelphia Pike go all the way out past inner course. Country knives has a tremendous selection oh. of knives, cooking knives. 
is good to know. Yes. Okay. I think uh, one thing I always recommend about knives, just a um, little side note here, most times you don't have to replace a knife. Like I probably have to replace knives more than an average cook at home would. Don't buy knives online. Go touch them and feel them. Now, I have a particular Worcester pairing knife I like. If it breaks, I can go on Amazon and buy that knife because I know what I'm getting and I know what I can use. But actually picking up a knife that you're going to buy for the first time and feeling the weight of it in your hand and how you can control it and if it works for you, that's very important. So going to some place that has a big selection like that, you should get Like country knives then? Like country knives. So go in and actually hold it. Feel how it feels in your hand and the grip of the handle and the weight of it. Yeah, because we all like different things. Yeah. Just like okay. trying on shoes or anything else. Okay. And then as far as back to the bonus thing, if you're going to do food, um, if going someplace and getting um, a nice selection of oils or vinegars, if you want something that's going to last for a long time, going to like the spice shop at market mm -hmm. and buying yourself some different interesting and unique spices I think would be a good thing then always a great thing to treat yourself and splurge on is cookbooks okay what give me your top three because I know your experience is so varied so while she's thinking I want to tell yeah, you I just I better name the one the three people I know that have written them um yeah. no uh Julia Child's The Way to Cook mm-hmm this one always makes people roll their eyes and say, really, the Betty Crocker. Which, there are so many of them. Like Any the addition. Old, like the pie book with the pie in the front? or um, I think it's just her, her straight-up Betty Crocker cookbook. Mm -hmm. um, no, I don't think it's too old. The tremendous amount of, it's, the newer you get, too, the more information that's in them. Right. Now they come in like a binder mm -hmm. where you can actually buy your supplements and pages if you want. If you're teaching your kids to cook, that's a really invaluable tool is very proper. Right. All your weights and measurements, all your different types of foods. There's even a chili guide in the newer edition for Mexican and South, um, South American chili and Southwestern chili. I think that's it. And they meet your approval? All right, yeah. Okay. It's the chili, where it comes from, uh -huh. the Scoville unit, and, you know, how to source it. I think mm -hmm. that's awesome. Okay. I mean, that's wonderful. Uh, let's see. So that's two. Um... My very first cook I got was the New Basics. I think, did oh, you just yeah, find that? I, yeah, I found it in the bookstore. The very first one. book somebody bought me when they knew I had intentions of becoming a chef. So that is an excellent book. Yeah. And all the recipes in it are still pretty relevant. But mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, I go through Amazon from time to time. That's the great thing about my spirit dinners or the different events we do with characters from cooking classes, whatever it is. That's how I keep things new and fresh for myself. That's how I push myself to learn. Mm -hmm. So if I want to feature something, well, okay, now we're going to do cuisines of Spain. Well, I'm going to be I'm spending all last week and this week reading up on the different regions and foods of Spain. Mm -hmm. So I learn, you learn. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think it's great to buy books like along that line, too. Like you find one recipe or something you think is interesting, we'll go find a book. And then before long, you have a really great library of okay. books. Are you crowded out of your um, house with cookbooks? No, it's not, not really. It's not, yeah, it's not okay. that point. Because I have some, most of my stuff's here. Okay. I, I don't cook at home, so yeah. um, I keep them here That's so good. we can use them. Mm -hmm. And so that my cooks and my sous chef can um, get the information whenever they need it. Okay. Wonderful. I think it's some great tips. So make sure you buy yourself a great blender mm -hmm. if it's in your budget, um, a good kitchen aid. 
a good set of knives, or at least two, a small one and a utility knife, chef's knife, mm-hmm. and then the three cookbooks. Mm-hmm. And olive oils, vinegars, and yeah. spices. I would say, you know, if you're going to go for something, you really want to splurge on jumping your pantry up. Do it for stuff that's not going to perish very quickly. Right. That you can use and enjoy and try to use many times and experiment with. Those are some great tips. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Thank you. I had so much fun like hearing more about your background. Oh, thanks. Especially with all of the different cuisines. So if you want to hear more about where a chef has studied and traveled, um, be sure to check out the blog post. Thanks so much. Oh, that was fun.